Hello and welcome to Everything In Between. We're your hosts, Siobhan and Sam, and this week we're coming to you to talk about self-care 2020. But first, we just wanted to take a few minutes to acknowledge our listeners and just say, guys, I know we haven't said it in a while, but we're just so grateful for you. And we know that you're all over the world, really, the United States, Ireland, UK, and Sam and I were talking about it last week. And Sam, more so than even myself, is extra, extra grateful for everyone. And she really appreciates every single listener. (laughs) And, you know, she helps me to see things in different lights because sometimes I have a different opinion on things. And she's like, it's like every listener counts and so we just wanted to say i feel like we used to say it a little bit more but we are so thankful um for all of you guys listening and again feel free to interact with us write to us talk to us chat with us because we always would love to hear from you again we do this because we enjoy and we also hope that we're bringing something useful to you guys so sam and i were really discussing funny yes exactly we want to be what you guys need so always feel free to reach out to us and say hey like we want to hear more about this we like when you guys talk about this because sam and i are definitely open to that type of conversation and adding in more of what you guys want because again we're doing this for our listeners and for our own enjoyment so this week you know we really Mm -hmm. talked about what would be beneficial for our listeners with everything that's going on in the world and so we thought it would be good to talk about some self-care and just some things that we could do to really, you know, bring you guys along and uplift you no matter where you are in the world. So Sam, do you have anything you want to share that you're doing right now to kind of keep yourself calm and focused? Well, I increased my medication because... Okay. 2020, I increased my anxiety medication because 2020 has exceeded the previous dosage. And so I'm not mad at it. I'm not even mad about it. So that's what I did, you know, because it's weird. We're in a weird space. And I know like offline, you and I have talked about that before, where Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's just weird. It's uncharted territory. We've never been here before. So we, I don't know. I know for me, I don't quite know how to handle this, but I do because I'm an introvert by nature. So I'm kind of like, cool. I'm just going to sit and read books. What? But, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, I'm also finding I'm working more. So I don't like that aspect because I'm right here. Like in my, in my, in my bedroom is my office, you know, and it's so funny because every morning I never make my bed. Like before when I would have to get up and get dressed and go to work, I was just like to hell with the bed. Girl, I, I'm, you know, I got up. I get- <laughs> no, it's so funny that we're friends because we're so like day and night and so many things. I don't care if I stay in bed until 4 p.m. I'm getting up and making the bed. Like I have to make the bed. <laughs> nope. I, I come home to an unmade bed, get in the unmade. It's unmade until I make it like one day. It's not even a, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. It's a one day I'll have this bed made, right? But I cannot work in cluttered space. I cannot mm-hmm. work and things are out of place. So every morning I have to get up, make my bed nicely, make sure my room is clean, do like this whole thing before I sit down at my desk and I can feel comfortable. I have to open the window, get some sunlight in, you know, like I have to do all these things that I never did before because I was just like, it's seven o'clock. We got to be, everybody needs to be out the house by eight. I got to get two dogs, two kids and myself ready in an hour plus breakfast, plus lunch. I don't have time for this bed, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Barely have time to uh, iron clothes. So, you know, that's my motif in the morning. That's just what I did. So I find that I'm clean. I'm cleaning my room more. So that's great. Um, and, and now, Siobhan, I can honestly say, like, now it's just become a habit. I clean every day. I'm making my bed. Because you know that's, what? I also was working every day. But that's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, too, like, I like that you brought up that fact that you're doing that because I feel like sometimes in the wellness space and the I'm going to get myself together, things are always so complicated and expensive, right? And we can be healthy yeah. and do things that build ourselves up that don't cost anything. So just that one habit that's completely free and probably takes less than five minutes to make your bed could really be something yeah. that brings you peace for your day. It sets the tone. Okay, oh, this yeah. is my clean workspace. This is where I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad that you... um bought that in is there anything else that you feel like you're doing that you want to share right now to kind of help keep yourself like together during these times Mm. as a parent i'm ignoring my children more and that that's working out well um let's see oh i don't know like i think in that and likewise we also have more family time so that's good sometimes and then we so that that's kind of relaxing if I feel like you know being around my kids Mm -hmm. but if I don't I don't force myself because we're literally in this house together all day every day it's okay if I don't see you because you're in your room you know and it's also okay if we want to spend a couple hours together so I don't force myself that's one of the things I don't do right now I'm not forcing myself to do anything I don't want to do because I'm like I'm already limited you know what I mean why am I going to put my own set of limitations onto the limits that's already been imposed upon me by current events no thank you so I think like giving yourself a little bit grace right now is uh, definitely on the table Absolutely. And that's like one of my favorite things to say and tell people is give yourself grace. Like I would always tell my clients that when they're like, this is too hard. Like Siobhan, I can't do this. I'm like, nope, nope. Give yourself grace. If you don't do it this week, let's try again next week. There's always another opportunity well, you know, to get that together. I don't think that grace means what you think it I think that means No, because sometimes You're, right? I think Oh, people, this is how I look at grace. This is how I look at grace, right? Whether it's Where's in a religious... the Ebonics journal or what is it no. called? The Urban Dictionary. Oh, no. So you I wouldn't go to the that. Urban Dictionary for that. But for grace, I feel like whether it's in a religious context or in your everyday life, right? People have this idea, whether it's for religion or everyday, that they have this idea of perfection in their head. And when they miss this perfection and this level of expectation, they get down on themselves. So I say give yourself grace because I feel like from a religious standpoint, grace is like, you know what? We're not perfect, but God loves us anyway. So he gives us grace. So I tell my clients, give yourself grace. You know what? Like I said, we didn't do it this week, but we're not perfect. Let's try again next week. So that's how I use grace for me. Um, But for myself, 
for self-help, and I think we've talked about this a little bit, but my situation is a little bit different from Sam mm-hmm. because obviously I provide therapy for people in their home. So that has been shut down. Telehealth wasn't really something that was working for my clients. And then my division has just shut yeah. down completely. So my whole outlook and world has been different the last like maybe two or mm-hmm. three weeks because I haven't really mm-hmm. not even really I've kept in touch with some clients but nobody is looking for me anymore nobody is mm-hmm. like hey like you need to clock in at this time and like you need to write these how does plans that and feel these things you know it's very it's it's interesting because now I feel like I have all of this time. So I, I think I had said on the show before, I had a personal conversation. Even when I was still working, I like organized my cabinets in my kitchen. I oh, threw yeah. out everything that was old. And now all my spices yeah. and boxes and everything are like in alphabetical order and like spaced out. Like I had time. So now I'm just finding that that's what I'm doing. I'm going through things, um, throwing things away. I definitely did. I think we had talked about this too on the show a while ago about like minimalism and living with less. Mm-hmm. Um, so every so often I just do a sweep out anyway because I really want to try to live with less and I have a small mm-hmm. space and I feel like I have a lot of things in that space. So I'm just kind mm-hmm. of taking inventory over everything. Um, and in the last few days, I've had like some shakeups in my family and my own world. So I'm just like, okay, like what really matters? And Sam's probably like, Siobhan is so crazy. Cause I'm like, you know what? I really appreciate you in my life. I love you. And I'm so grateful that you're no, here. You know, <laughs> I didn't think you're crazy. I was just like, well, I um, wonder what happened. You know, like that was, and I was so, like, and then I chuckled and I said, Siobhan's so cheesy. Like you have to be Yes, so yes, that's the exact cheesy. word. Anybody that knows me though, like I live for cheese. Like some people can't stand it, yes. but I'm the cheesiest person. And this is why I freaking love this Christmas and all of the Christmas yeah. movies that come out because they are built on this cheese. That cheese that yeah. gives you that warm little fuzzy feeling inside, like that's that's my jam. And what that's how happened I present this sometimes. Christmas. Because it wasn't a normal Christmas. Oh, I remember our un- your uncle. So, yes, my yeah, uncle passed away you right had before. like the downtown blues this Christmas. Not yeah, and just the- because of that, but because of the damper that put on Christmas. Exactly. Tree. So it was like a and double whammy. Samantha, I have already told people, I know this is like off topic from our topic this week, but I have already said... I am going to be beyond upset if COVID is still around at Christmas time because this is just, this is going to be two Christmases in a row. And if we're actually being honest, it's three Christmases in a row because the Christmas before last Christmas, I lost my grandmother. We thought we were going to lose my grandfather at the same time. So I just haven't had like that 100% awesome, awesome Christmas. Like we put, my cousin and I put together an a great Christmas at her house. Um, the whole family were sleeping over, we're playing games, like a really good time. But it was like, mm-hmm. in the down moments, it was like, oh, my uncle's not here. Mm-hmm. You know, it was so fresh and so new. And I was like, I feel like throughout the like Christmas Eve and Christmas, everyone kind of had their moments where they were going mm-hmm. off. You know, it's like, oh, we have downtime, so we're crying. So I really just need Christmas to be all right this year. So y'all keep One me in your thoughts <laughs> Keep me in your thoughts and prayers. Like when I tell you that I will be baking all of the things and I plan to watch every show and, you know, extra decorating, like driving around to look at all of the lights. And, you know, I feel like if we can't hug people and be close with people at Christmas time, I just don't know what I'm going to do because that's going to be too much for me. So 
That's one of my things. My, I, and, and then here's Sam over here like, I swear, if I got to spend another dime on Christmas, I'm still over Christmas. Like, I'm always just like, she looks at Christmas and she's just like, oh, you get to bake. And I look at cha-ching, 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 like everything. <laughs> I'm like, how much does that cost? How much does this cost? You know, Christmas is expensive. And that's how I see most things in life. You though. know what, like, though? I and just, I'll say that this is fair. I don't have children, so my Christmas is different. Like, I'll buy for my parents, and I'll buy for my brother, and then for my family at large, we will do a grab bag. So everybody puts their name in, we set a limit, and then you get that person what's ever on their list. So I would say my Christmas is probably never more, and, like, including food and gifts and all that, never more than about five $600. And then what? I'm... Yeah, I'm I'm a saver. So Sam knows like I just start putting the money away. Like I put a little envelope. This is for Christmas and I set this aside. And I really try and keep it under $500. But again, I don't have kids. Everybody is a grown-up, so I'm not buying I those, have like, 500 each. Child. Right, because you have two kids and they want electronics, no, 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 right? No, 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 no. You're buying for your brother, your mother, your father, your family at large, and keeping it under five. I do that because for just one, one person, little person. So look, you figure one that's little... only four people that I have to buy for: my mom, my dad, my brother, and then a family member that I pull out of the hat. My mom usually gets the bulk of the money because she likes expensive things. My dad yes. honestly is happy with an Amazon gift card. Um, I'll be like, "Dad, what do you want?" He's like, "I made an Amazon list, so I'll just look at his list and then I'll be like, here's the gift card. Get your list.'" That makes him happy. My brother is like, cash money, please. <laughs> so it's easy. And then it's whatever's on the list. And then you know what? I will say, so it is more than five because my cousin has three kids. But they're very like into Legos. So Legos are not that expensive to get like one of those they big box are. sets. Well, I don't That's know. Like a bucks. Yeah, but I feel like... I don't know. It's it's not that many. It's not that many. Because even, like, my cousin's daughter, she's 16, so she's also a gift card. Like, I want makeup. I want this. And then her middle son, I feel like he's really still in that, like, um... And I know my cousin and Sam, you're a mom, so you'll probably be like, no, you don't. But he likes those hands-on crafts, like, okay, here's a science uh, kit, and now we're going to make rocks and add water, and they're going to grow. And my cousin's like, why the hell would you buy a kit where we make rocks? There's rocks in the backyard. And I'm like, but I know that he would. Yeah. That would annoy that- me if they expected me to also do it. Like, I'd be like, so I now I have to do it, too. I'm building space uh, things too now. Thanks a lot, Siobhan. Yes. So, yeah, so this is what she tells him. She's like, you can afternoon. Because she's like, you can wait until Auntie Vaughn comes, and then Auntie Vaughn can help you put that. <laughs> so Girl, yeah, these kids be like, uh-uh, I don't want to wait that long, Mom. I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> this is my son has this down pat where he has this face. He turns this face on you, and you and you try to stay firm. Like, no, I said I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then he goes, like, you're the worst, like, like, I don't, it's not like you're the worst person in the world face. It's just like my whole, I'm so disappointing you to my soul. My soul is disappointed in your parenting. And so then you kind of, I try to, this is what I do. I usually say, I'm not doing it. I'm not. Nope. Nope. Now get to my room. And I think about when I can fit it in. <laughs> right. Like, listen. I mean, at least you're keeping it real. You know, it's like, we're not going to do it today, but we'll get to it at some point. Yeah. 
No, and sometimes it's the same day. It depends on how bad the the face was. My daughter, she's like, okay. And I'm like, all right. And then my son is just like, but I love you. Oh, um, Are y'all yeah. twins for real? My cousin says all the time, that's the type of stuff that gets me. She's like, you might be falling for it. But she's like, I'm not fooled. They'll be all right. I'm mm-hmm. like, but look at their little faces. She's like, no, it's an act. Mm-hmm. She's like, stop it. Mm-hmm. Don't but you yeah, know. but you know we know later on that evening you'll think mm, maybe I should have you know what I mean like that's that's just real life that's real life parenting because you don't want to send your kid to like a therapist so you're like oh I wonder if that's gonna do it you know <laughs> that's what oh, I always mess. think like every time I'm like mm, wonder if that would have been the button you know and I, I mean, listen to a lot of true crime. And so this is we're totally off topic, you guys. But whatever. That's okay. We'll bring it around full circle. Um. Yeah. Maybe this will bring us full circle. So I listen to true crime, like serial killers, and um, you know, just like the history, the 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 uh, psychology behind why they did it, and like the the podcast that I I listen to usually take each like two parts, so like two hours each on um the the person one part is just about this is what they grew up this is their environment these are you know things that they were doing that might have been signs that this kid was going to be crazy you know so i'll listen to something like that and then michael will do something i'm like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) i start going there hey 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 jesus jesus (laughs) yes yes he is it's like he's alive <laughs> and it's like he'll do like he does something. Um, I think like one time they said is they're anti. This guy was antisocial and he kept to himself. Or you know, and I'm like, oh shit. And I go in there and tell Michael, hey, Jesus is real and he's watching. So <laughs> he knows it's going. But see, that's the thing too together. that I think is so like terrible because I feel like they have to give more and you're right it does bring us full circle um with the whole anti-social and you had mentioned that you're introverted and I feel like I'm pretty introverted oh, sure. too and that's what's so crazy no, about this no you're not you I'm are intro- not I am introverted because here's the thing. If I know you and like throughout my life, people have told me like, oh, before I actually talked to you, I thought you were stuck up or I thought you were mean. It's not that like I'm not stuck up. I don't know if I have resting bitch face, but I feel like it's two things. However, I'm feeling comes out on my face. So I could be totally having a conversation in my head and in a fine mood, but I'm like, that was stupid. Why'd they do that? Or like, I didn't like this. So no. my face no. will register my emotion. But I wouldn't say either that I have resting bitch face. And I, I think disagree. that I'm- I disagree, yeah. Yeah, I don't I think I have resting bitch face. I disagree with that, yeah. You don't, you know what? When I first saw you, when we first met, you guys know if you've been listening for whatever long, we met on Facebook in a group. And when I first saw your picture, I was just like, oh, look at it. First of all, I was, I knew you didn't have kids. And I just. How'd you know I didn't have kids for my picture? She's living her best life. You could just tell. And I was just like, look (laughs) at her. She's just living her best life. And you had like, you were. (laughs) That's too funny. You were, you were sitting at a bar or something, you know. I actually have that photo as your photo when you call, but you're like sitting at a bar. Like when I call like once every three months. (laughs) Yeah, now I know that. But let me tell you what I thought when I first saw you. I was just like, look at she's so cool. She's probably talking about something nifty. 
while she's drinking a little drink and she looks so dainty, so nice. Oh, she's just living her best life. I wish I knew her. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. That was my first impression of you. Like this chick looks like someone, you know, that I would want to hang out with that I could have been this girl if I did not have these <laughs> twins. You know, like I could have been neck across from you with another drink. You know, like, like we could have been together in this, you know? And that's how I felt. Like I really felt like you <laughs> I really that's felt like you like had all your shit together and you were like Oh, what to do with all my money? Because I don't have any kids, and I guess that's I too funny. And get my hair done, and <laughs> I was that just like living her funny. best life. And so I, then, I almost didn't talk to you because I was just like, I have too much shit. You know, like I've got these two kids. Like she doesn't have time for kids. She's living her best life. Come to find out, like I love kids, and I'm like, oh, now it's the <laughs> other way around. Like get away from me, get away from me, get away from me. <laughs> I do. I feel like it's all about balance. But like in the grand scheme of things, I do feel like I am. Um, I think I've heard people say an introverted extrovert. So maybe that's yeah, I what I could that. be. But um, like mm-hmm. I will go out. I will talk to people, but I tend to stay to my group and I do better with one-on-one. So I feel like when they were first like, oh, you have to stay home all the time. I was like, that's freaking fantastic. Like, this is great. And then things started closing. Like I've said several times, I was like, I can't even go to Barnes and Noble and get a book. Like I'm in a book club now. Um, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have to download the book. I don't know if I text that to you or I was like in the middle of texting and never sent, but I'm very stressed about this because I like hard copy books and I'm very like, what the F man? I don't want to read a freaking online iPad book, but I don't have a choice because mm-hmm. the Barnes and Nobles are shut down and that hurts my heart. But anyway, what I've been doing now that I have all this extra time, um, is I've been doing some things to keep myself grounded because I feel like I've reached the point with coronavirus and the other events that were going on in life that it was just too much. I found myself just watching the news and I'm never like a big news watching person. Like I will watch to see what's going on world events and then turn it off and go do something else Mm -hmm. or like everyone else. I'm sure I get the alerts to my phone from like the news, like, oh, this happened. And if it's important, then I'll go check it out. But I just found over the last few few weeks that it was constant like I would fall asleep to the news so then I would wake up to the news and then I would be watching the news and I was like okay this is just too much because I do feel like I'm an empath or an empathetic person and so Mm -hmm. I feel things so deeply and I also find that I assign feelings to people that they're never feeling like I'm like oh my Mm -hmm. gosh they're gonna be so sad they're gonna be hurt by this Mm -hmm. this is terrible and and how is this gonna affect their life and then I talk to the person they're like oh no that's fine and I'm like you don't understand I've created a whole sadness story (laughs) here and how this is gonna be terrible for you and you're like this is just fine so and you act on it that's the worst part is like you'll act on it like because I did feeling I thought was totally fine and you were like oh no this person's gonna be so hurt and I was just like yeah huh? and so you can't just talk feeling. to me about it I'm like oh my gosh and then turns out just fine yeah, I'm like, because we can't just be hurting people's feelings out here. So I know that, like, when yeah. I see, like, She's bad things person. on the news and, like, things that are not yeah. right, like, I feel personally, like, really hard and, like, really hard. I don't feel really hard, guys. I feel really bad yeah. about these things. So I realized, <laughs> one, 
I need to take a break from that. So that's like a big self-care thing um, is just knowing when you need to step back from something. Right. And you can want to be active. You can want to make change. But if you're not healthy in yourself, you're not going to be mm-hmm. good for anyone else. Um, so that's yeah. that. Um, I do have a friend that she lives in an area that was affected by riots. So what she was doing, because she was like, I want to be a change. She actually, Mm -hmm. she has a little girl. And so she's in a mom group because her daughter is young. And some of the people Mm -hmm. are like, you know, I can't get to the supermarket now. And it's like, people don't drive or people are older. And now they have no food. Mm -hmm. So now people's only source of food is like the corner store. And so people are like, I only have ramen noodles, Oreos, bag cereal. Why can't they go to the gift food? Because where they live, it's like you pretty much need a car. And so this nice shopping center was kind of opened up for them. Not just for them, but like for the neighborhood. And there was like a McDonald's and a bank and a Lowe's and a supermarket and a senior center. And so it's Mm -hmm. right in this neighborhood. And so this neighborhood is heavily dependent upon public transportation or the people can Mm -hmm. actually walk there. So it's a lot of like young mothers and I guess elderly people in the area. And so now that Mm -hmm. this whole area was like it's devastated i drove by there it's 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 really sad people don't have access to food so if you live in a food desert you typically get your food from like the local bodega but if anybody's ever been in a local bodega they don't have like your fresh fruits and vegetables Mm -hmm. because it's not really a store that's necessarily always meant to grocery shop at it's like a store for Mm -hmm. quick convenience things like oh you know what i just want to grab a sandwich for today i don't feel like making a sandwich or i need to grab some laundry detergent real quick i want an icy or a soda things of that nature like think of like a 7-eleven right you can go in there and Mm -hmm. get food but Mm -hmm. you wouldn't do your full-on grocery shopping there um and so now these mothers don't have food and they need to feed their babies and their families so she just started on her own telling her friends like hey guys like if you want to donate food bring food down so we've been or should say she's been because i haven't been able to meet up with her yet this week to give my food but just buying people fresh fruits and vegetables and you know water and milk things that we take for granted and I feel like for me that's my way to help and make a difference because I'm not going to be busting out store windows that's just not my personality you know um so I have to do what I can do to help and make a difference so that helps me to feel good because I know I've spent my money and I've directly given to somebody so during these times you can find something that you can do that fits your level of comfortability so that you can feel that you're making a difference. So I don't know, maybe that means right now you are donating to St. Jude's because you feel that, you know, oh my gosh, COVID is affecting children. And if these children are sick, maybe they're going to need extra help. Or maybe you're going to go and help clean up your neighborhoods if there was, you know, some destruction that has gone on in the last month. Maybe you're going to write your senator. You're going to do what you need to do again to help yourself feel Good. So that's something that I've been doing. Um, I know we have also talked about before when we're doing self-care is journaling. I'm very big on journaling. So I've just kind of been chronicling what's going on because I feel like, and Sam, we're the same age, so I'm not going to say, have you ever lived through anything like this? I've never seen anything (laughs) like this before. (laughs) Like, this is so crazy to me. Like, the idea that you could go into the supermarket 
and there's no food there, that there's no toilet paper, there's no paper towels, no soap, no pasta, no beans. Things are pretty much back to normal now with the exception of like meat. Everyone's telling me there's not a lot of meat in the stores, but it happened to coincide with my like reduction in buying meat. So I don't really feel affected or notice it that much. But I've definitely been saying that's something that was like odd and scary because yeah, we've heard about people that live through the depression, but it just never crossed my mind like, hey, like there could be a time where you could go to the store and the things that you need are not in the store and you don't know when they're coming in. So that's definitely something that I've just been journaling about and I highly recommend people try it. Um, you can journal online. There's different places. Um like WordPress and online blogs that you can use. Or if you're old fashioned like me, you can have pen and paper and actually write in a journal. Um, another thing that I started doing is I use an app called Balance. So just like if you're balancing on a ball and it's for meditation and they're guided meditations and they're on different things. So it could be on focus, on stress relief, um, there's even some other ones on like to calm yourself at night and how to be a better public speaker. And you just do the meditations. You can set them for longer. So like, I think they have like 20, 30 minutes, or you can set them as short as three minutes. So it's really good if you want to just start getting into that practice. Um, another thing that I tried, and I don't think I'd mentioned this on the show before, um, is something called sound baths. And again, all of this is so that you can kind of like relax yourself and focus because I feel like right now everybody is so like hyper alert and they they can't like even rest because their minds are racing. Like what's going to happen next? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Where are we going? Like are my kids going to school in September? Am I going to mm-hmm. be safe in my neighborhood? Like all of these things. Um, and I found one that I like and that I can definitely share with everyone if you go onto YouTube and you type this in, you can get a pretty good one. I want to say it's maybe 10 minutes, I feel like. Um, it's called Sound Healing with Crystal Bowls Sound Bath by Michelle Burke. And that last name is B-E-R-C. And so I feel like I've just had time to look into other things and try them out and see what I can find that I find to be relaxing. Um... And that has been really nice. And I know at the top of the hour, you had said that you increased your meds, which is definitely something that I'm so glad that you shared because it's like, you have to do what you have to do. If that's what helps you. You know, there's no shame in in getting help, you know, there really is. It used to be within our culture. Uh, between and I don't know because I've only been black okay that's the only color I've been all my life I don't know if you knew that but it's true I've only been black and so but I can say so within the black culture you know talking about mental health issues has always been kind of a kind of a oh don't talk about it pray on it kind of thing you know and and I think that it is a little bit back in the day I mean we've gotten much better just like most things um but back in the day, it was just because like it was, you know, you should be praying about this stuff. You don't need, you know, Jesus to heal you and, you know, just got to have more faith and, you know, read the word and, you know, and do those things. And it's like, well, some people just weren't made that way and they need that extra, you know, help. And there's no shame in that. And I think, you know, like when I first started taking anti-anxiety medication, my mom was like, 
Well, if you just did what he said, you know, he said in his word, you know, what I mean? like, yes, she that is so Southern in the word. Yes, girl, in the word. you know what he said in the word. He said, you know, take not, you know, and I'm just like right now, I'm I'm not interested. I'm trying to get myself together. You know, you're not me. You're not helping me. And so I stayed on my medication. I did not get off my medication because I knew because my mother had an issue with it, you know, a, a spirituality issue or something at the time. And I think my persistence and my talking about it and seeing the change in me, you know, because I was just downtrodden, pessimistic, you know, the whole nine because I had all these different mental health issues, this anxiety, this season. I was living in the Midwest at the time. So, you know, half the year, maybe even more, we don't even have sun. So that wasn't even helping. So I had like seasonal depression, anxiety going on. It was just so many things adding and adding at it. I didn't have any serotonin. It was gone. It was had to be gone. But after I started taking my medication and um, taking my anti-anxiety medication, my serotonin levels were coming back up. I started being happy. I laughed wholeheartedly. Like, I don't think people realize what you're losing by not going to get help until you get it back or get it because I I didn't realize because you know as a single parent at the time I was struggling I was having a hard time you know trying to raise my kids by myself and we had we lived far we, we always have lived away from our family so it's like how am I going to do this how am I gonna and I just lost my smile I lost my joy I lost all that stuff so just kind of similar to how it is right now where we have a pandemic going on we have you know, riots in the streets, you know, we have all these different layers coming at us from, it seems like all angles and a lot of fear of the unknown, you know, it's okay to get help to get your smile back. And it's okay to smile. I remember the first time I laughed, I laughed so hard. I laughed it from my, I laughed it, that's not a word. I laughed from my heart. You know, and oddly, yeah. it was something my kids say. I don't do that often. Like, usually my kids are saying something that's so outlandish. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? You know, but my kids says something this time that I laughed and I and I felt it and I felt the joy and I got it back. So I don't think, you know, it is anything wrong with that. In a culture, we have to learn, you know, facts. The fact mm-hmm. is, if you don't have serotonin, you know, you're 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 you have an imbalance a chemical imbalance that is causing you to feel more anxiety or to feel depressed or whatever and then what happens some of us go and get dependent on the scriptures you know and i think that's the dependency and then some of us dependent on drugs and alcohol and right now it's pretty easy to just drink your problems away in your home yeah for sure so i Yeah, so I am a fan of going and, you know, getting yourself help. And, you know, with technology, I went to the doctor yesterday on the phone. And and the I use Dr. Let me tell you what I use. It's called Dr. Plus. It's an app that you find in the app store. And, uh, you know, it's called Doctor On Demand. And I've used it before. And it was right, wonderful. You put your, your health information in there. They bill your insurance. You might have to pay a copay cheaper than going to the office visit. They don't take care of everything, but they do take care of most things. This particular app has a psychiatrist. 
So Wonderful. you can actually get your mental health taken care of, you know, without leaving your home, which is, I think, also important because that's your safe space. So you can talk about, you know, whatever it is you need to talk about in your bed or in the, you know, wherever you're most comfortable and get it all out. And I think it's important and we can't downplay that anymore. Not right now. So yeah, I increase my medication. I will go get some meds in a heartbeat. Let me get out. I got off my list like two years. I was not on meds. And then like right around the time, no, when did COVID start? Right around COVID, I started taking them. It got bad in the States in March. I feel like we knew about it in January and February. But if you remember, it's so crazy. Like, we were just in California in January. Like, in Disney World, in San Francisco, living our lives, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now freaking COVID. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, and so I think, like, you know, I hope that everyone, I said all this just to say, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, go get some help the best way that you can because really you just don't know what you've lost i like siobhan i have unplugged completely so i think siobhan gets annoyed with me because she'll say something like what's happening and it was like i think i was three days late on the riot because i have completely unplugged i don't have facebook i don't have anything you know i just I don't watch the the news. I don't look at the headline. I just do not. I'm like, I know that this is probably not right, but I have to get my information in pieces and I can decide when it's time. That's one thing you, you know, I think is also important to realize is that you can control when, how, and where you listen to this stuff. So that's what I do. I control it. And I say, well, today's not a good day for me. So I'm not going to listen to this today. Tomorrow may be better and I might have some time to do it then. And you don't feel bad about it because it's not that you don't know. It's that you're being smart for you. So anyway, that's my spiel. You guys, stay alert. Stay alive. Keep your head on a swivel. And I think, too, like, <laughs> you can get for your mom. I saw this, and I had shared this while ago. It's, like, um, T-shirts, pillows, hoodies, whatever you want. And it has a little saying on it. It says, it's okay to have Jesus and a therapist, too. Um, I'm Girl, all about people going to... Girl, you trying to give me to- a whooping. <laughs> but I'm all she about people trying to going get- to therapy. Yeah, she's trying to get... You trying to get my mama to come whoop me at 36. <laughs> she would lose it. Don't... She is like, no, that's not for my mama. But I no. did want to just share a resource. Um, as Sam said, we are two black ladies. So I did find a therapy source. Oh, you've only been is... black too? I've only been black, you know. I okay. mean, just I might try sure. and be something else at a later time. But right now, <laughs> I, I'm just do doing do identify this. with? <laughs> right now, I'm just doing the black girl thing, footloose and fancy okay. free, you know, rocking the twist out and deep conditioning, <laughs> everything hey, in between. <laughs> but this space um, is called Therapy for Black Girls. And they have a website, which is therapyforblackgirls.com. 
And I just think it's wonderful because it's connecting Black women with therapists and not just any therapist, but also the therapists are women of color. So obviously anybody can use the website and they can go and achieve the services. But I just think it's something that's nice to go when you have a therapist, to have a therapist that has Mm -hmm. a similar background and a shared experience. Like I know when I was going to therapy, I had a Black therapist and she was a woman. And I just felt like that was so profound for me because there was just certain experiences and certain things that I didn't have to explain. They were just understood, which was nice. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have to spend that time like building up that rapport and breaking down that right. wall. Um, and they so say that. Are- That's like therapy one-on-one, isn't it? Go to somebody you can identify with and, you know, so you can feel comfortable and have that relationship. Absolutely. Um I think it can help. I mean, I've only ever had the one therapist. I've never gone to anyone else. So I don't know, but I feel like when I went to her and, you know, I just expressed what I was going. And it's weird because I feel like I got more career advice and it really helped me pivot things in my career. Um, It's just, I think therapy is really good and they frame questions and they make you think about things in a way that you wouldn't necessarily think about it prior to going. So I definitely highly... um, recommend it for anybody that feels that that's something that they want to do in the future or something they want to do now. So those are just a few things that Sam and I are doing to, you know, care for ourselves. Again, most of these things are free or they're things that we can do in our home or really expensive. So I just want to share with you guys again that when you're trying to take care of yourself, it doesn't have to be these expensive potions and lotions and going to the spa and you know private workout lessons and fancy food all of that is great but start where you are and just make sure you're taking care of yourself so we hope that you guys stay safe stay healthy and we will see you next week bye bye